Hello and welcome to the No Holds Barred Witchcraft Podcast. We have a special guest today. Who's that, Liam? Me. <laughs> You're not a special guest. You are special. Well, I'm a guest, aren't I? And if I'm special, then I am a special guest. <laughs> Does that not mean we got two special guests on? No, a guest suggests you're you're you've been invited. Oh, okay. <laughs> you just keep turning back up. Who's been invited then? Um, I believe we have the Witcher today. The one they call the Witcher. Hello, the Witcher. Hello. <laughs> from the from the Witchcraft Life group and from the Witcher blog, I believe now as well. Yes. Start to be well established, that is. Yeah. It's basic stuff. It's basic stuff. <laughs> you know, it's nothing complicated. <laughs> yeah, but it's the basic stuff they all fuck up. That's my point. Ooh, fight and talk. Ooh, he's getting divorced already. We're only oh, like less than two minutes always, in. <laughs> you can always trust the first you one. <laughs> He's being rude and cheeky. He's doing my job. I wonder if that, if that might be because he's ran the wrong way. There we go. I'll be the I'll be oh, the nasty okay. one. <laughs> You'll be the nasty one now. There we go. Right, Witcher. So thank you very much for coming on and letting us probe you. Okay, <laughs> we're going to have some very difficult questions because we always try to ask difficult questions. And uh, one of the difficult questions I want to start with is, uh, are you suddenly turning to the bad side? With all the nasty shenanigans I've been hearing about of late. Oh, I know, I know. It's, it's What can I say? Yes, I am of the dark side at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> Can you publicly state that that is in no way, shape, or form my fault? <laughs> I can't comment on that, Liam. Oh. You know that. <laughs> I can't comment on influences. Hold on, <laughs> I got bit. All I can say is, I got busy. She started having her sessions just with you, and suddenly she's off killing people weekly. So, you know, like, I reckon... Not weekly, not weekly, monthly, maybe, over the next year. But, yeah. Well, you, know, you know what they say, the, a witch has got to do what a witch has got to do. Yeah, <laughs> and I have a tendency to bring out murder in people. <laughs> so, Witcher, where, I understand from when we first spoke and the first impression I got, from you was that you are a bit too nicey nicey. I wouldn't have said new age, but very like to stay on the nicey nicey side, even to the extent which if you had a bad person, let's say some complete asshole, that you would probably find a nice way of dealing with them. Is that fair to say? Uh, yeah, in the past, yeah, it, it was more of um a karma type of yeah. spell work um, or um, now I am of the dark side so yeah. <laughs> anything, anything goes really um, I, I, I don't uh, I don't kill children now <laughs> no <laughs> not yet <laughs> give it another couple of months <laughs> anyone from the age of 18 is fine <laughs> I think it's perfectly acceptable to do the children killing part, as long as you get them really, really young, because then they don't really know what a life is, do they? Because when they get to the extent where they start to, you know, have a personality and such. You I see, mean, you see Chris, bad, Chris he makes a very good point here. I mean, how am I supposed to argue with that one? <laughs> you can see how the manipulations happen. <laughs> <laughs> So when did this sort of change then? Was this something that you yourself has changed in terms of like your uh, ethics of craft and that? Or is something happened? Or are you just tired of being nice all the time? What's, what's going on? How's this big switch occurred? So I know that I can learn from this and then influence other people in the same way, you see. <laughs> um, ethics, we could talk about all day i do i do ha have 
ethics. If I can fix a problem and the person is going to learn from it, I will still choose that method. Mm -hmm. um, it's when they, they're not learning. Um, right. Then the witcher gets a bit tired and it's like, you know, a bit, I'm not tired, fed up in it. And then, then the dark side comes out because what other option is there? Mm. Um, this, well, there probably is more options, but not in my life, you know, my life's been complicated enough and I do not want my future to be complicated. And if I can fix that and walk all over whatever or whoever, um, then I will do. Okay. So you mm -hmm. haven't just had some sort of an epiphany or something where you've figured you've been playing for by the rules for a long time and yet no one else seems to be, so why should you? No, there's no been yeah, no, no epiphany. <laughs> <laughs> Do you regret, like, in the past, being so nice to people that don't deserve it? Or, or are you happy with how you, that you've been soft, let's say, before? <laughs> um, actually, I, I don't regret any of it, because to me, it's a learning and it's my journey. Mm. And um, I have had to give, there is a reason why I gave people um chances after chance after chance after chance um it, it, it's in my opinion that we all learn we all have to learn um i, I have a different perspective of people are born bad or not born bad they aren't it's their behavior mm. um i just like justice mm. um to fix um, problems, uh, issues, uh, not just in my life, but I do have clients. Um, and if I can fix something and bring them justice um, in whatever way, I may tweak my personal ethics. Um, if the price is right. Oh, <laughs> <You know>? hello. <laughs> <laughs> That's interesting. She says, sell out. She's admitted it officially. She can be bought for the right price. <laughs> I think That's most people can, can be learn. bought for the right price. You, you know, we've categorically said before, like, you know, yes, we will do all sorts of things for people, but it will be in an astonishing price for us to do it. Mm. We'd rather we'd rather people do it themselves, you know, take the, their own karmic debt on. Um, but the... Um, I think that kind of brings up an interesting point, which is of of some of the witches we've got in Witchcraft Live and, and Patreon, etc. There aren't that many that are what we would call professional witches. Um, and Witcher is definitely one of those that does fill that that kind of remit. Yeah. Have you ever been able to escape from that? Because I think at one point you did say you were even considering... <laughs> either dialing the witchcraft down or even possibly putting it on hold completely, you know, but is it something that you ever think you could escape from? Um, no, I, I, I think in my mundane, boring life, which people are not interested in <laughs> whatsoever, um, it's been complex recently. So things have been put on a back burner for the last couple of years um i think 2023 is going to be the witch's year to come back um full force um it has to be done it, it's the right time um so i'm do uh, that's the way it is and you know once i've made up my mind i've made up my mind um and i tend to stick to um and work at um I, I I'm always I'm almost blushing actually under the makeup. I've never really been called a professional, which I don't consider myself a professional. Well you charge really. money and people see yeah, I do charge your money knowledge and such. So you have to be really yeah. is the definition. Yeah. yeah, I do charge money. I don't charge enough and I don't charge a lot and I have gave, I've given clients 
freebies as well. Um, (laughs) Sorry? (laughs) Curses. Curses cost. I did one of them the other day, actually, um, for a client. (laughs) Yeah. Um, Tell us all about that. Come on, tell us all about that. Well, you know, they was only just an adult, so they only just met my ethics. Um, it, it turned out more of an exing, really. But it that situation is where um, they are accusing somebody else of being a, a criminal and, and lying about it. And obviously, if that person is investigated and... Um, and found to be guilty when they're not guilty, and I know they're not guilty, I've checked, I've done all my checks, and then that's going to do a lot of damage to that other person's life. Um, So I think the truth has to come out on that one. And it was so simple, it's only a transparency spell with a little bit of tweaking of the hex being mixed up in there as well. And that again is bringing justice again. It's about bringing the truth, communication and justice. Um, I've not had feedback from the client yet. Um, I think I'm due to speak to them next week um, about that one. Um, Would you say that a lot of the people come to you for similar reasons then? Is it a lot of justice work that you do? Because I know you do healing work as well, don't you? different capacities and stuff yeah I, I yeah I do um and yes they do it's normally justice uh, justice uh, justice healing um cleansing um I get it's it, it's nearly valentine's of course I get oh. the old the old um I want him to love me I don't want to call it rubbish but you know that kind of yeah. thing you know um i mean the other day there was a tarot reading and that was a a love reading and and there's nothing wrong with them a bit of the love you know um it's just in 2023 which is not going to be showing much people love especially mundanes (laughs) (laughs) witches are all right it's just the mundanes Oh, the mundanes, I see. So you're <laughs> going to be picking them off like shooting fish in a barrel. Yeah, yeah, something like that, yeah. And I should change my name to Hit, hit Lady, should I? Yeah, hit Witch. <laughs> hit Witch. Hey, the, the grand title of Witcher came exactly from the, the TV show, like, you know, mm. um, toss a coin to your Witcher, like totally, mm. ex, you know, going out, smiting demons, um, charging what is appropriate, and then kind of living off uh, living off that cost of the adventure. So I do think me. so. She strikes me as the sort that would undercharge, though, Chris. We're well, having to is, put a zero or two on the end. I think yeah. I worry about the witch. I think maybe she's, you know, she's always been a bit too nice. How do you come to the, you know, how do you actually quote for work, Witcher? Do you have a price list? Or do you just go by how much you like or dislike the target? I do have a price list, yeah. Ooh, a price yeah. list. Oh, yeah. I'd love to see that price list. What's on it? Is it <laughs> itemized or is it just like an hourly rate thing or what? It's itemized. Like, you know, right. that level it's... curse is 200. If you really want their flesh to melt off the bone, then that's 500. You know, how is how does the price list work out? Well, to be, to be quite honest with you, um, now you you mentioned these figures, I definitely am undercharging. <laughs> you know, I am not charging hundreds, and you know, it's like I do a hex a curse for 30 pounds. Mm. You know, and I put a lot of work into that kind of thing. And and a normal spell is only 15. And mm. um, tarot cards, tarot reading, 15. I am so undercharging. You see? You are massively see undercharging. I'm, yeah. Double, double them at least. Double yeah. them at least. <laughs> no wonder I'm the witcher. I've got no money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I get it because, like, you know, we have a we have a similar situation to a certain extent with the Patreon. 
if we charge the out by the hour for the time we, we spend with with mentees then most of them would be bankrupt um and i think that's the thing not just think, morally <laughs> yeah so i think mor i think morally you have a really strong moral moral approach to it and actually want to help people so therefore you keep your your rates lower than you should i still think you should double them at the very least yeah. i'm going to think about i'll think about that uh, i mean so, that one the other day <laughs> well yeah there is a cost to live in and you don't want to know which the which is electric bill for the last month i can assure you <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um yeah the the other one um the other day ended up being like double triple spell really i mean only 30 pounds and um, to charge for that was probably underselling myself but i like to help and that person would have been in deep, deep issues um, if a false allegation was made against them. Um, you know, well, and the thing is, you can set a bar this high, and that you can always come down from a bar. Discount, you know, discount, and you kind of go. Actually, I really feel your pain. I know you can't afford it. I'm going to half price them. Then they love mm -hmm. you even more, and they come back twice next time. But that's that's just my capitalist ways, you know. Yeah, in a court of law, isn't it that loser that pays the legal fees and expenses? It is, yeah. It, it is, really, is yeah. You, you should be taking some energy from the targets as well, and <laughs> to the money pot. Uh, yeah, well, the, uh, we said we wouldn't mention, but there is some very serious spell work going on in the background but um yeah we won't talk about that well let, let's <laughs> talk about some of the less serious spell work because i understand you've got a 2023 shit list obviously some people set new year's resolutions but i think this witcher here has just got a list of names is that right <laughs> i have a list of uh shit list or excuse my french being elated um hit list yeah and i they're all mundanes and it's like they've all not learned their lesson um oh. they've all impacted on either my life or my family's life or someone Ooh, who's connected to me is this is this freebies is this more of a side job um yes i would say it's freebies um oh. yeah but it is of benefit to me, oh my <laughs> Can you pick one? You don't need to tell us their name, but can you pick one and then tell us what you're planning on doing to them? Oh, um, I won't mention. Yeah, I won't mention the name, but there's a there's one that I'm going to wipe the floor with. And um, so, obviously, attaching their um their energy um to a puppet that's going to be attached to all my um dirty stuff that i do in the house like mopping the floor oh, you're um, right. using yeah using <laughs> using the um using the cloth to clear the uh animal mess up that because i oh. have pets you know so i am literally going to wipe the floor with them you know, physically as well as mentally. Um, that's one. Um, a target on one's back will be another one. But with that one, that one's not so nasty because if they do nice things, then the target will attract nice things. But if they do nasty things, then it's going to be the nasty stuff that attracts, you know. So that's not that um, man, um, baneful, really. Um more karma related more that one's a more karma related one um but the white the floor one um i'm really excited by that that's i've good. never i've never done something like that before so yeah i just thought oh what and i'm just i'm making um haven't got it at the side of me unfortunately but i'm making the uh puppet as we speak for that um which will be attached to like i said my my mop or whatever I use, you know. Um, 
Yeah. So, yeah, my um, my hit list. Have you got any nice work going on this year, or is it just all bad things? Um, got few clients for healing. Always get a lot of healing work. Um, is it is it people with like physical conditions, or is it some sort of emotional turmoil, or? I get I get both and yeah. um I know I know you're not keen on the <laughs> all these go. people but I do practice Reiki and um uh, I knew it was coming. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, you did work me out. I have got some new agey type of thing, you know. Um but right. um, and um oh the chakra system I do balancing in that kind in the chakra system. Which I know a lot of witches don't use, but come on, it's the most basic source of energy, in my opinion. In the witch's opinion, it's the most basic source of energy system you can use. So use it. Nothing mm. wrong with using it. Keep um, it simple, they say, don't they? Keep it simple. Yeah, keep it simple. I'm, I'm not overcomplicated. And when it comes to healing work, working with the chakra system, working with if you want to call it Reiki energy or crystal energy or whatever, is is simple, again, and effective. It does the job. Client's happy, I'm happy, I get paid. Mm. <laughs> you know? Um, I've been doing a lot of astral work um, in regards to healing as well. So if I can't get to a client, I will often go into the astral, my astral, and um, sort of work on them in that way. I think, did I tell you about the time when I visited a friend of mine when they were sleeping through the astral? I, I heard about this when we spoke, but I don't know if Chris knows. Yeah. Probably won't. I was um, going through the astral. I was in astral. I went through the astral, one of my astral doors, um, visited a friend in their home. Um, they were on the bed, relaxing, asleep, whatever. And I actually went up and gave them a kiss on both sides of their cheek. And they texted me the next day saying they felt somebody kiss them in their sleep. And I'm like, oh, I have nothing to do with that. You know, <laughs> and I'm like, wow, that really happened I, I, and that was just me playing around i was just having fun I went, but he, um he he is one of my male uh friends clients um and he gets a lot of healing through astral um from me um yeah and it's normally a freebie with that one sounds kinky <laughs> say, does, he, does he pay in kind yeah, what sort of healing is it's, it? Sounds like that is this some <laughs> sort of um, I don't know moist? Um, <laughs> no, you know I like to play with biologicals, but we won't get into no. that. <laughs> yeah, we no, definitely please. will talk about biologicals. We, we need to talk all about biologicals in the next half. But yeah, yeah. before we go on to the extended edition for the Patreon and that. Um, you said about obviously that you do tarot readings and stuff like that. And I used to do things like that um, from mundings, but I always found it very, very, very difficult because they're always a pain in the ass and they always want to do the same thing. It's always like a love reading or something. It's never anything interested. I was just interested in what sort of demographic you have for your tarot reading and stuff in terms of what people are interested in knowing. Is it all relationship stuff or is it? I have to be honest, it, it really grates on me, but it mainly is, okay. you know, it's mainly about the love and, um, and to the point where I turn into counsellor. Mm. Um, I didn't like about it. <laughs> you know, and um, but the, I do get other things. I do get health and uh, employment is a good one as well. Yeah, I normally get employment, future employment. Mm. So what is it that you read? Do you read tarot cards? What specific, is it a specific deck that you use? Or have you got a couple of decks that you select based on the person? 
Um, I haven't got them with me. If I've known oh, you were going to ask me, I would have shown you. Um, I have quite a few, a couple of decks. Uh, you know, I've got a sightseeing one, which is very new agey, but I do like the. I do like the uh, artwork on that one. Um, I got one that is complicated. It's all symbols. Mm. Um, and I've got witchcraft one. It just says witchcraft on it. And I've got the the good old right away because you can't go wrong with that. Mm. <laughs> um, and that's that's for you know I've got. Where do you stand with all of this, like, cleansing stuff? Because a lot of people get worried about, about tarot decks and stuff like that. Do you have a, like, a, a cleansing system or a routine when you use decks and stuff or not? Um, they're kept on my altar, which is, is uh, or in the altar. My altar's got a cupboard underneath it. Um, and they sit with, they sit in a box and... Um, with a clear corpse, I don't really cleanse them. In fact, if I can get the client to shuffle them, and they will be touching them, but I, I don't, I don't do all that. I probably very, um, un, very, not very organised and unclean, the way I work in that way. But I just don't really get the, the why you should cleanse your death. Well, it's not been a problem for you, presumably. So. It's not been a problem for me, never, ever, no. No, I know that people do it. That's fine. You know, um, my two main decks that I use for reading are cleansed. Yeah, they're kept in the box with the crystal. And um, there's other things that I do as well. But my other decks, no. Mm. No, the ones that I use for me or if I'm reading for someone else on the phone, and, and, and I'm like, oh, I'll just pick up the nearest deck. And that could be anything. Hmm. <laughs> you know? So um, have you ever had a client or someone that's either come to you for a reading or someone that's come to you for spell work that has just lied to your face? Maybe they've lied about a target or a situation or something like that. You've just felt or understood, nah, this person's not the one in the right or this person's lying to me. Has that ever happened to you? Uh, yes, it, it yeah, it did the other day because, um, like I said, I had like a, a curse um, request. But when I looked into it a bit more deeply, I don't really do spell work on under 18s. And this person was just 18 or just under, or it was really on the thin line. That's why they never got like a proper full text. And it was more the communication, the truth must come out. Mm. type of spell work but i did explain that to the client they're fine with that you know yeah. um so to say i've kind of hexed them with the truth mm. so uh, rope to hang themselves presumably yeah yeah it's like uh, when i i looked at when i i was sent the picture not like a pr print at the moment i've got problems with my printer but when i was sent the pr um the picture of this person I immediately contacted the client and said, that person's not 18. If they're mm. 18, they're only just 18. And I had to look into the information to why. And mm. I'm like, well, I won't do a proper hex because of the age. So I do have I do have morals and ethics. Yeah. Um, You're you know. more an ethically upstanding person we know. <laughs> you know. <laughs> I did right. refuse to do the spell work. No. no, well, you still did it. You still delivered. It's just obviously mm -hmm. that you toned it down a little bit, presumably. Mm. Yes, I did, yeah. yeah. Right, that's it for the regular edition of the No Holds Barred Witchcraft podcast. We're going to go into extra time, and we're going to talk to the witcher about some other top secret stuff. Like we'll probe her a little bit more on the morality and the ethics, Chris, I think, isn't it? I think that's what people are interested in. What will she do? What won't she do? Who knows? So what will you do and what won't you do, Witcher? <laughs> we'll start there. <laughs> you said about like 18 is an important number for you because obviously that's legally in the UK, that's legal age of adulthood, isn't it? But obviously that's different potentially in other places. I think in America, they can't even drink, can they, until they're like in their 20s or something? 
21. 21, I know, crazy, isn't it? Um, no. <laughs> In short, there's nothing that I won't do, really. There's nothing you it's won't a, do. It, yeah, it's just um, the, the age thing. Okay. I think I would actually consider tweaking or not doing anything on dis people with disabilities or learning disabilities as well um uh, but no i haven't technically killed anyone off yet um but it's not something that i probably i wouldn't want to do it but it's not something that i wouldn't do uh, i would do you know, I wouldn't. I would still probably do it, but I haven't done it yet. That's what I'm trying to say. Can't get my okay. words out. Well, um, I mean, why kill them off when you can keep them alive and suffering, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Death is too easy for most. Yeah. Yeah, it is a way out, isn't it? You now, know, you've got quite an interesting. I think some people would find it interesting, given that your magical line of work. You've got interest in mundane projects and mundane line of work. In that, am I understanding that you are technically a paedophile hunter or something? Ah, oh, yes, I am. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Yeah, you I... Help uh, of very dangerous people. Yes, I do. I do in my spare time. That's unpaid work. Um, I work with a, a very well-known team online in the UK, I can't give their identity or my identity. Obviously, I'm under. I'm not no. under the Witcher for that, but I'm under a completely no. different name for that. You know, um, and uh, yeah, because we we do deal with some very nasty people. Um, you know, our team has been attacked, mm -hmm. um, not often, but we we do get it. But I'm not the one that goes out on the streets. I'm more the one at the keyboard. Behind the scenes, yeah. And it does, it is. There's nothing what I haven't been seen. There's nothing what hasn't been shown to me, video, pictures. You can imagine, I'll let you do the dots. Mm. Have yeah. the dots up, you know. So do you involve any sort of magic with that sort of work then to help with convictions or for protection for yourself and stuff? Or do you keep things um, very separate? Because I see the morality kind of, crossing over with conversations we've had before about things like that with how you might behave professionally there you also might behave professionally in a similar way with the witchcraft stuff yeah i mean obviously i'm under a completely different name and mm. um, i i have two profiles one's one's the child and one's a decoy and yeah. you know profile and um, so there's that level of protection and obviously not discussing the team that I work for yeah. as well. And um, that's another form of protection. Yeah. But normally I do do a bit of spell work in the background when we know we've got one coming up. You know, sometimes they're a lot easier to um the evidence is too strong they don't i don't even need to do any spell work because the evidence mm. is that strong but sometimes there is like a fine line you, you know and i'm like mm, maybe they will get off maybe they won't but um I, the team that i work for has had a hundred percent conviction rate oh wow so you um, to help with that um but they do, they don't normally go out and work without solid evidence mm. you know no that's no, how I it find, works <clears throat> i find it interesting because like liam said i think it, that part is i think what kind of reinforces your morality um it's because like i'm i'm a bit more gray on that kind of area of age um and the reason for that is if you're i'm i'm of the feeling that if you're um if you're old enough to commit the crime you're old enough to take the consequences so mm. to me I, I have that kind of slightly more gray area of well actually you did the act so if you're old enough to do the act 
you were old enough to ha handle the consequences. But that would probably be considered, you know, the classical witch in me or the slightly more barbaric of, you know, they may be in that situation for various reasons and I will take those into consideration. Um, I'm not saying that I'm, well, I am judge, jury and executioner, but that's that's um, one of those things where I have that balanced or I'd like to think that my balance is more about taking all of it into consideration. Like I wouldn't have that firm line, whereas I think in your mundane life, there has to be that firm line. And I think that leaks into your kind of magical life. Because if you start to blur it on one side of your life, it starts to blur on the other. So I think it's kind of that's kind of almost like a layer of protection for you as well, is that if you stick yeah. to that line across both your lives, it allows you to kind of have this kind of straight and narrow path. Um. Yes. Yeah. And it's like you just put a glamour on, you know, and I just constantly um in a glamour i'm a, in a glamour with the witcher i'm in a glamour over that i'm even a, a glamour at work mm. you, you know the, the fake smile the real you do you not lose the real you in all of that you know no 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 i like the thing is is i like my morals um yeah. and i i've always considered myself being high in morals and and ethics and i like i like who i am and what i am and what i rep represent and if you're happy with that i don't think you can go much wrong really mm. um which is opinion you know well witches generally are judge jury and executioner on account of you're the one with the power that people are coming to or you decide to click your fingers and you know make stuff happen chris i don't know what about you i know the witcher we've had conversations about um working on people that protect potentially don't have the same mental capacity or disabilities and stuff like that that's something you factor in quite a lot when people come to you for work particularly if it's not particularly nice work i think i i have to um yeah. so to me like i said there's that there's that fine line between where you committed the act, but where are you aware that you were committing an act that you shouldn't have done? So that I think there's that part mm -hmm. of knowledge is is power ultimately, mm -hmm. um, and I think that kind of part has to has to play out. Um, you know, working with the kinds of individuals I do, um, my my barriers have become stronger in certain ways of kind of like having to say, I can't take this home with me. And I'm sure it's one of those things that Witcher has to do where she has to have that cutoff point of, I'm not dealing with that right now. That's part of another part of my life. Because uh, if you well, let it, if you let those barriers kind of be too permeable, um, suddenly they start to impact your your life negatively. Um, I imagine the things that, the witcher has seen um quite like the way that the history is about these people i know um you kind of have to leave all that at the door because if you start to treat them differently according to um you're not giving them fair justice or like the witcher taking that home uh, which i imagine is particularly difficult for you Witcher, because you work from home with that uh, yeah. kind of how you kind of protect yourself from that leaking into your life yeah i i have a lot of i call them magical baths or magical showers where i i, I make my own like um, scrubs and things and but that that to me is what a witch should already be doing anyway yes it is basic or always refer back to basic stuff you don't have to complicate yes the witcher does do complicated work and i'm not all all about the basics but everything daily things that you do um every day um like making a magical scrub which is so easy to do um it, you know it's just basic we should all be doing it anyway 
And yet the pagans <laughs> don't. That's why they smell so bad, some of them. <laughs> you, know? you, you say, like, but ultimately, a lot of what you do isn't that basic. I think you cover the basics well, mm. and I think that's why you talk about them. But actually, for a lot of people, believe it or not, astral work and healing from an astral body, something else, and having that level of impact is not basic work in any way, mm. shape or form. Like we would consider it to be basic work um, because to us kind of popping into the astral is, is kind of like going to the shops or even sometimes popping into the bathroom. Like to that, to us, it's that in interchangeable. It's that part of our life. Whereas I think too many witches these days um, aren't even aware of their physical body, um, let alone aware of their astral um you know and they do a lot of this kind of dream meditation where they think they're going off into the astral um whereas we you know we know you spend a lot of the time in a lot of time in the astral working on people um which is the next level beyond astral work is kind of working from the astral um and is what we talk about all the time you know I know that you like to ground yourself with kind of ingredients and stuff a lot of the times, but I think that's part of your grounding process with all the things Absolutely. that you go on. Yeah, rather there, than being a basic witch. There's a there's a lot of things I've been doing since being a child that I wouldn't I probably didn't realise just how magical they are. And um grounding and um putting one's feet on the earth and the soil and the sand or whatever wherever you are and and doing meditations or other stuff like that is something i've been doing since childhood and um, not realizing i'm creating the witch in me you know um even back then and um and back then i i was affiliated to a, a Christian church, you know, and yet I was doing loads of magical things and I had not realised, you know, what I was doing. Oh, um, you ain't needed to be a Christian on a Sunday anyway, isn't that how it works? <laughs> oh, dear. Um, Sundays in your deathbed, I think it's the two things that oh, generally yeah. go with Christianity. Deathbed, mm. Christian, repent. I, I'm quite lucky because where I live, um, the witcher, uh, the, the witcher, the, the witcher, yeah, they obviously know by my um, know me by my uh, standard name, um, and they also know that I practice witchcraft, and yet the churches will always let me in. So I'm quite I lucky. I can, yeah, I can. I can walk into the nearest church. They'll be like, "Oh, hello, how are you doing?" such and such you know and give me a hug and they'd welcome me <laughs> you know but they know I, what I do is what I do you know but I'm quite lucky because some churches wouldn't allow that you know because I'm in really a close community where I live so um everybody knows everyone <laughs> so, um it's just the way it is <laughs> I think it's a changing part of what's going on with the Church of England, though, specifically, mm. um, and kind of churches in England more specifically, I think, is that they are adapting because they know if they don't adapt, they will die. Um, and I think part of it is that they're getting a lot more open. Um, you know, we're quite lucky here. We've got a lot of kind of female priests um, and they seem to be far more open to what's going on, and I think it's actually caused a bit of a change. Yeah, that's why the, the church UK. never wanted them in there. Yeah, <laughs> that's why exactly. They excluded them for a thousand years or so. You um, know. So I do right, kind of feel like churches here are very different to churches in other parts of the world. Mm. Well, there's a very it's very cosmopolitan, isn't it? You've got lots mm, and lots yeah. and lots of different styles and denominations and such. Um, so. Obviously, you, I think, are an aromatherapist as well, aren't you? Is that right? Yeah, yeah I have aromatherapist clients as well. Not as many, but um, mostly it's because um, I do alternative therapies. So I do like massages and head 
Indian head mass, massage and things like that. So sometimes I use the oils in, in that way, but sometimes I make lotions and potions up. I've got a client that's got a problem with um, his skin at the moment and he's asked for a, a simple cream. Mm. You know, again, all skills that um, a basic and a witch should should be um, developing in. I wouldn't say no because everybody's journey is different, but mm. it's so easy to make a face cream. Mm. You know, um, in my in my opinion, <laughs> sounds like I'm being I don't know begetted, but I'm not really. But you know, a little bit of research on essential oils and aqu aqueous cream is really all you need. <laughs> you know, um, and it and he's fine. His skin's fine. It's getting better. Um, but yeah, yeah, I like the aromatherapy side. I like messing with the oils. I mean, every um, oil I make, I make is either client-based or magical. Mm. You know, for spell work, um, and magical teas as well. Another one where I'm mixing different. Oh, I got your recipe. I think I got your recipe on here. Oh yeah, a cleansing tea. Because you were experimenting with that, weren't you? Yeah. Yeah. So if you finally got uh your recipe down, what works best for you then? Or are you still experimenting? I I'm always experimenting. I mean, I have got that one written down in my book, but uh the the Witcher writes down not everything, but you know, when it comes to things like that. I will write it down because I'm like, oh, I've run out of that tea. Now what did I put in it? Mm. You know, so, um, you know, I haven't got the book on me again. I'm, <laughs> I wish you'd let me know. <laughs> I could have yeah, yeah, shared it, you know. And, but, yeah, you know, I'm always experimenting. You can yeah. share them with us, but don't share them with the plebs, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i'm always experimenting because what works one day won't work um another day mm. i mean a lot of people use like chamomile tea for uh, chamomile based tea for relaxing and whatever it doesn't work for me mm. so what's you your know? most used essential oils then whether for magical or mundane or well it's going to be realistically a little bit both i guess wouldn't it um Essential oils, I would say rose, uh, mm. lavender, right. um, probably frankincense as well, tea tree, mm. yeah, tea tree. Um, they, they're the most used by clients, mm. um, you know, for a lot of client work, what the those are the ones that are needed the most probably because mm. everybody hurts mm. <laughs> everybody's in pain so it's like oh get the frankincense in the mirror <laughs> you know um uh, magically m rosemary is always my friend and lavender mm. works well with me um yeah, there's a few, I'm trying to think, there's a few others that, um, Well, there's yeah. certainly nothing crazy in there, is there? So it's stuff that people will have heard of or be able to get. Yeah. Frankly, I have worked with the foxglove as well. <laughs> oh, okay. With the digitalis. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, was so... That it, oil, was it, for a client? <laughs> uh, no, it was to be put in their tea. <laughs> you know, oh, okay. not, not really. No, that's just a joke. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, do, I have used flock. I do use the poisonous mm. things as well. Um, I mean, one spell had nettle in it. So, oh, nettle um, poisonous. You can have that in soup. I know, but. Because it it was a different he um, hexing one, and you know, obviously that's going to cause them pain in the throat, isn't it? You know. <laughs> so, yeah, that's another one that I've worked on. 
So you recently moved house, I think, didn't you? And um, do I, am I understanding that you've moved into a technically a haunted house? Yeah, um, yeah, I have a, um, just my mask. Um, I have a resident um, spook, yeah. Um, my house is uh, rebuilt due to a fire. Um, and obviously somebody lost their life right. um, and said fire, but I don't believe he's here now yeah, because I, I've actually got rid of him. Because <laughs> yeah, I haven't heard you spoken about him yeah. for a while. I know you were saying when you went to view the property, mm. you, it was apparent that there was an energy there. So maybe it is out, out with the older name with the new. Yeah, well, <laughs> I think post him. I think he was ready to to to, to go. Um, right. I don't know. People would say into the light and all that jazz, you know. Um, but he was ready to to move on, and I think the idea was he wanted recognition to what mm. had happened. Um, he got that recognition from me. So, is there really any point in staying around? He could have stayed around for me. It doesn't bother me. What? Join the rest of them that have followed me around. You know. Uh, I mean, I've even got one um, from Birmingham. I went right. to do a paranormal investigation at Birmingham, and I end up with one of them coming home, and he's still with me. Is that coming home in a pot to sell on, or was that an accident? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. I thought to myself, oh, there's something not, the energy's not right in here, and I did an investigation, and and I'm like, you're supposed to be in Smethic Baths, you know, because that's where you are from. Um, and he's like, oh, no, I'll stick around, and it, he's... Bored. It's, yeah, it's like, he was a soldier, and his name's Patrick, and... Oh, a soldier, eh? Yeah, you know, and, and I'm like, don't he's you want to go... still walking around in his trunks. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and I'm like, don't you want to go back? No. All right, then, no, stay down. Your, uh, your astral healings, isn't he? <laughs> 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 Word gets a pipe. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, so it is haunted, yeah, through the people, the spirit people I bring in, but the one that associated with the property has now left the building, you know, which is fine. I'm cool with that. <laughs> You've obviously been called upon by others to deal with spirits and stuff before as well, haven't you? Because didn't you have some sort of a, a client or someone that was having, in a, having a fae problem? Oh, the imp. The imp, right. It's imp. And I knew it was an imp all the way through. I was just like trying to make and trying people to realize that the, the thinking I didn't know what it was, but I already knew that it was an imp. Mm. Um, so, yeah, that imp's still around. Um, me. Um, we get on fine, <laughs> you know. Um, they do things for me whenever oh, so I want like them to. Pet, like a pet. Yeah, now. yeah. It's a, oh. like a little, a little pet now that it gave me my jewelry back, and you know that's all that matters to me. <laughs> um, because um, you know I obviously annoyed it. Um, you know. Um, you annoy spirits a lot. By the very <laughs> yeah, I think I do. Well, by the yeah. very nature of working for mundane clients, then mundane clients often upset spirits. And then if you're asked to come in and fix the situation, you're kind of an enemy as well, aren't you? I find it difficult sometimes to pick a side. Yes, that's it. And because I didn't do my checking mm. um, with this, the, the imp, because it's name because I didn't do the check I didn't do I just sort of like oh there you go there's your cleansing do this do that to the client and not consider it it's considered um the spirit 
entity and well imp and and that their role and i paid the price and it's fine it's cool it's i fixed it the witcher always fixes things i should have been called a fixer as well should i <laughs> You might get um, a lot more of this painful magic coming your way. Sorry, <laughs> these days, a, a lot more of the love magics. Yeah. No, no, I don't want any more love magic. No, 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 no. Um, we have a witch that, as an expert, is an expert in that. I'll leave that to them. Right, so anything else, Chris? We've only got like four minutes left. Oh, what can we do in four minutes? I'm not sure if there's any specific questions. No, I think I think it's important to point out to people like um that people do still practice in that kind of um, you know, old style cunning man slash woman um paid professional witches is is not a dying art um i think a lot of people are called to that position um and i i don't think everyone everyone like necessarily gets it um again we talk about survivalist magic a lot um and kind of what what the witcher does is a lot of survivalist magic it's kind of support supporting the community in order to meet their need um now i personally can't stand working with mundanes anymore but i do remember that that kind of part of my life when that happened years ago um <laughs> liam tried to make me do a lot more of that with the uh with thoth but obviously you know, we'll see where that goes. Well, um, mundanes. Yeah. Forcing me to work with mundanes. Oh, dear. You know, this isn't all about you. It's about interviewing the Witcher, Chris. It's all about me. Everything's <laughs> about me. When did, question you... for the Witcher. when did you lose know that one? Right, Witcher. I got last question, seeing as we only got two minutes. As I understand it, you've got children of your own, haven't you? Yes, I have, yeah. Where do you stand with, obviously, magic and raising your own children with magic? Have you always tried to keep your practice hidden and secret from them? Or did you kind of bring them up, magically speaking? Um, they partake in some uh, spell work I do. Um, basic, and, well, again, basic stuff. They, we even did the orange ball. Oh, right. Thing. Okay. Yeah. That was one of their first spell casting that they ever did. As for divination, they, they have a more interesting tarot and divination side. So, like, I teach them the, the, the tarot well. I teach them to scry, scry using the black mirror. I, I teach them well with the Ouija board is quite a popular one, mm. um, you know, with my children. Um Let's say children. One is actually an adult, and um, if they talk well, and that's the side that they want to specialise in. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, if they don't want to cast magic or whatever, nothing wrong with that. They just want to do the divination. That's fine, you know. But it's about teaching them correctly and safely. Uh, I don't want to go back on holiday and come back again and walk into the house and it's like. Uh, such and such, have you been on the Ouija board? Yeah. Well, you haven't shut it down properly. <laughs> you know, um, which happened once. So, mm. and teaching them to ground and cleanse as well, which I do work um, with them. It's important. It's important in life anyway. Basic stuff. Remember, basic stuff. <laughs> some parents come home from a night out like a date night or something or a holiday and they find their house trashed because the their kids have had a house party and invited all their teenage friends whereas you're talking about spirits <laughs> different, <laughs> different a different, sort of, a different <laughs> sort of spirit involved <laughs> yeah. 
Um, yeah, I, I put them back where they belonged. <laughs> you, you know, it was fine. Um, they're learning. They're on their journey as well. They're young and they're on their journey as well. I'm on my journey. Um, but I just, they just need a guide. They need guidance. Um, and I know I can do that effectively. And I mean, they are, they are on, well, one of them is on Witchcraft Live in the group, you know, so, um, and so is one of their friends as well that I mentor. Um, and I think I put another one of my mentors in the group as well. It's because I've got two mentors at the moment that people I mentor, <laughs> you know, so I'm, That's I'm good. busy. <laughs> Chris, there's a whole dynasty form and I can, <laughs> I can see it. <laughs> right, that is it for this edition of the No Holds Barred Witchcraft Podcast. Thank you very much, The Witcher, for letting us probe you. And maybe you'll be back in the future if it wasn't too painful. <laughs> it wasn't. Thank you. Right. Goodbye, everyone. Bye-bye.